Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and the leading producer of quality fertilizer products. This podcast is intended to facilitate the transfer of knowledge for farmers and crop advisors, improving farm profitability and environmental sustainability. Grow the Future with Yara. Hello, my name's Ken Rundle, and in this latest podcast, we're focusing on oilseed rape. With me is Mark Tucker, head of agronomy with Yara. The rapeseed crop is already being harvested now, and in some areas at least. So this is an ideal time perhaps to review, reflect, and then perhaps plan for next season. Because it's true to say growing oilseed rape these days can be a challenge. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Ken, that um, we have to recognise that there's a real serious challenge here in terms of growing the oilseed crop. And providing we recognise that, then we can really think about how we meet that challenge. There's some good lessons that we're learning um, as the sort of harvest is just starting in that where those crops were established well, then they are still, you know, delivering some reasonable yields at sort of 3.7 tonnes a hectare. So the gross margin then does fit in nicely still. So it's really about how we can get that crop off to the best start possible. Because as fewer growers pick up oilseed rape, then the market become the market price becomes stronger. So it's still a market that's worth going for if you can get past the problems that some farmers have had with things like flea beetle, etc. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, yeah, there is still that element that um, there's a market for it out there. And you know, if there isn't abundance of it, then you know the grower should see a rise in that value. And so then a combination of value and tons per hectare should bring in and make it um, one of still the top performing crops if you can get it away um, you know, at that drilling time. I suppose the key word here is momentum, getting it established, getting it moving and keeping it moving. How do we achieve all of that? Yeah, it's a word that momentum, which has been picked up a lot in recent years, particularly the Yield Enhancement Network, which we've been involved in, then momentum has been a key theme there that's come through from that, that success, successful crops come from building that momentum right from the start. And what we're saying really with the oilseed crop, there are sort of opportunities that can help with a, getting that momentum going and then keeping it um, on track for the season. So the starting point really very much is um, getting it away from as it germinates and out of the ground and established as quickly as possible. And that's a combination there of the utilisation of a seed treatment. And we've had that work running for the first time this year where we're looking at a manganese phosphate seed treatment to really accelerate and bring even emergence and establishment and then we build on that through the use of um, fertilizer either placed fertilizer in the ideal world so that that's just positioned below that germinating seed so that as the roots develop and grow and they grow into that seam of fertilizer um, and keep that momentum going if you haven't got the ability to place fertilizer it's not a problem um, because, and especially if you use a seed treatment, because that bides you a bit of time for that nutrient that you may broadcast at planting um, and just buys you a little bit of time as that nutrient from the broadcast application gets into the soil profile and they're then picked up as the roots develop. Now, that seed treatment can be done on farm if necessary. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, what we would say is really, you know, for the farmer to speak to their seed supplier or their seed treatment dressing unit, depending on how they do it, if they use their own seed and get in contact with those seed suppliers and see what they can offer. 
Um, but yeah, it's available out there. Manganese phosphate or Glytrel is the product that we've been focusing on in the trials. And it's had some success. Yeah, yeah, very much. Very pleased so far. And I think the, the real notable thing from um, right from the start was the evenness of the germination. And often we see fields that are very patchy. And this was field scale trials because we're very much in the development phase there. And we want to try and get that that evenness across a whole field because often the, the challenge is patchy crops. So really, if we can get that all seed even from hedge to hedge, if you like, or ditch to ditch, then that really sort of does give us a, a sort of good foundation for success. And the trials that came through, yes, we doubled the plant population in terms of um, germination percentage and establishment percentage which was great. And then not only did we see that doubling of the plant establishment, we saw double the shoot weight above ground and four times the root weight below ground. So it really did give us a robust, resilient plant as we headed towards Christmas. And it doesn't cost that much. No, I mean, it, again, speak to the seed supplier in terms of treatment cost, in terms of getting it actually applied. Um, how that package works. But in terms of nutrient, then we've calculated out on using five kilograms a hectare of seed and five litres per tonne of seed treated, then that's 10p a hectare. So very, very minor investment for to try and really sort of help with that establishment. An interesting uh, point there too was that as far as, as, as well as yield, it was the fact that the soil itself is getting all the value of those roots growing down through it, particularly if you're thinking about the longer rotations around cereals, etc. Yeah, I mean, we know that, you know, below ground biomass is really key in terms of rotation, soil structure. Um, so yeah, always some, you know, those sort of added benefits that you get with a big root system. But that only works well at least you'll only get success with that if you think about the next part of the system this isn't a one-shot program is it no absolutely and i think you know almost i I often refer to it as a sort of bit of a jigsaw puzzle there and making sure you get all the pieces um, right because we we've noted again in previous work that if we do a seed treatment and we don't follow that up with some nutrition then we can undo all the good that we do with the seed treatment so very much think about it as a programmed approach from seed treatment, autumn stroke, uh, that sort of seedbed fertilizer where the place to broadcast. And then the third element I'd say to, to the whole of this is to keep that momentum going through to Christmas. And we do that by then just making sure that through tissue analysis, through historic data that we might have for the farm and the field, make sure there aren't other nutrients that could be missing and therefore come in to limit and, uh, if you like, put a put a break on that growth that we've set off with our early two sort of um, components. So yeah, it's that. Then the final bit of the jigsaw, the sort of fourth piece is then assessing that crop at Christmas, which can help towards planning um, the spring, spring nutrition plan. This is all about growing healthy crops because so much has been lost in the armory in terms of pesticides and herbicides. Um, now it is very much a case of trying to help the plant do as much as it can on its own but that really to do that it's got to be in the best condition possible yeah Um, there's always two elements to a crop nutrition program then firstly it's if you like building the the crop growth itself for biomass because we know that biomass equates to high yields but the, the other component to crop nutrition is the fact that you really do if you like help the plant have its own defense mechanism 
and a lot of the micronutrients particularly there are sort of precursors to the own sort of inbuilt um, immune system of the plant so if we get those right then again it just adds resilience and robustness to the crop to fend off pathogens and uh, that, that are going to want to come in and uh, affect the crop growth. And how many people are taking this approach? Is this something you're beginning to see more of around the country? And there's a, there's a reasonable number of farms, there's still not everyone, but there's quite a number of farms that do seedbed fertilizer, um, either broadcast or place, but there's very, very few that would do a, a nutrient seed treatment. So I think that really does um, open up an opportunity to, especially those growers that are perhaps giving it one last chance, then reflect on you know what you have got right and maybe some of the new things that could just come in and if you like give that or see the shot in the arm and it needs just to to make it sort of or to continue it to be part of the rotation we've only got a limited amount of time here but uh, there's a webinar available on the yara website isn't there where you were able to go into this in a bit more detail yep we've had a webinar just um, the other evening so and that's now up there for uh, viewing on demand and again that's um, in conjunction with dsv seeds there as well so there's some good comments and just some good advice and guidance throughout that webinar just in terms of nutrition and um, bit of traits of varieties um, seed rates and, and that sort of drilling window bit of advice in all of that so well worth a listen um, and of course, get in touch um, if we want to go into more sort of in detail conversation. Because after all, the next crop's got to go in the ground pretty quickly. And uh, with, with the grain harvest coming up as well, there's a lot to think about. But farmers should be certainly planning ahead. Yeah, I think now is the time, if you like, because suddenly harvest will start and has started for some. And it's only going to get busier from now on. Um, and the sort of operations start to clash on farms so you don't get that much thinking time and planning time but really these next few days and weeks are the time to plan ahead and really plan to succeed rather than um, you know plan to fail so let's really go with a positive um, approach and see what we can do to plan to be successful with this crop. Mark some very good points to ponder there thank you Mark Tucker and I'd recommend that webinar but the next Yara podcast will be about potatoes you can join me Ken Rundle about a week from now. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.